0: I think you're showing your age there.
1: me what's on your
2: Alright everyone, welcome to another episode of Front War Negative the Podcast. We are back. Not live, it's recorded. But I'm your host Aaron. And joining me again is that this fat bitch, CM Skunk, now known as Redeem D's Nuts, who got pinned <laughs> last time. It's
3: what your boy, Chris. I changed my name. I, I, I was, uh, my name previously was I Am The Table, but that was on the laptop that was being pretty much a table and not working. So we switched to the cell phone. So now it is Redeem D's Nuts. Forget about it over Hey man. Well, hopefully, Even though he gets pinned. Uh yeah. 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 Somewhat. Yeah. It's yeah. Fine. yeah. Oh no, it's fine. It's it's, it's 40 Yeah, no. Uh obviously uh you know it's not the size of the uh of the New Yorker in the fight, it's the fight size of the fight in the New Yorker. Thing. No, it's the other way around. There's a uh, the difference between the Mets
2: and the Yankees, big difference. <laughs> Big difference uh, So we are joined This week By another artist We're bringing in all these artists in And it's been pretty great To, to bring in So we're bringing another artist Who's also a huge wrestling fan uh, He's actually drawn a lot of stuff For wrestlers on social media He has a very popular Instagram account uh, He's got a few projects in the works That you know he'll, he might talk about later on I've known him for A long time
1: I'm not, I'm like. I'm counting years. the
2: years back. I'm counting the years back. It's been a long time. Like that can before comic palooza days. No uh, minute Woodstock. Wizard World Woodstock, Texas. <laughs> oh, <like. clears throat> that part. Um, but he's a good friend. Great wrestling fan. All of the above. John David Guerra. How are you doing, sir?
0: Nice. Doing good. How are you How guys are you doing?
2: doing? Oh no, you have to yeah, wait, man. You welcome. This is all audio. You don't
3: have to wave this. Yeah, solid. I
0: know. It's, it's <laughs> you guys can see me.
3: Hi, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, It's all video. It's all we've doing this all the time. So, man, what do you think about it? Oh, Calm down. There's Making sure Steiner the
0: audio doesn't bounce off our massive chests.
3: <laughs> exactly. Steiner, what the hell is a Steiner? Don't you mean brawn Breaker? Hey, hey, <laughs> the math don't lie.
0: We're jumping in right into NXT 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh
3: God.
0: I haven't watched it
2: yet. I have not watched NXT 2.0 yet. Um, I, I was getting myself ready to do it last night, and I decided to say, you know what, I'd rather not.
3: And I didn't. So It had its moments, man. I, I, you can give it that. It had its moments, but, uh, you know, um, and I, I've said it before, just in, in social circles, and I don't know if I said it here, but I'll say it now. I really feel like Vince McMahon just kind of uh, throws shit out there and see what sticks. And if it works, great. If not, ha-ha, social experiment. <laughs> I am the table. That's what that's what Ben says when it comes to uh, things getting over. As far as like what the, the, just the random shit he makes up. Pretty. Much. Yeah, I don't. I don't have faith in him and
0: uh, Pritchard doing something that I'll enjoy.
3: <laughs> no, there's, there's no, dude. Everything that he's been uh, he's been lauded for is brilliant. Has been all on the back of shit that was already established and all he did was put a fresh coat of paint on it or somebody else came with it and he came up with it. And he took the credit for it. Yeah. <laughs> so well,
2: I mean, if I mean, it's Bruce Pritchard. I mean, he's the biggest yes man in wrestling that ever was. Uh, if, <laughs> if, if Michael Hayes and Bruce Prichard had a yes off, uh they would tie, but Bruce Prichard would actually win. So that, that's kind of how I see Bruce Pritchard. I mean, I remember him when he joined Booker's company, uh, right before like I stopped going, and right before they got their first TV, their first TV deal, the first time. And then when they stopped, he kind of ghosted for a little bit, and then he came back. So
3: he came back uh, when I was working there.
2: Yeah, well, he he loves the TV, he and he loves the TV money, uh, but loyalty is only as far as the dollar will go with him. But let's kind of jump in. Since we're talking NXT, let's kind of jump in with our our first segment. And pretty much our only segment on the show. What are you watching? What are you reading? What are you listening to? What are you playing if you are a gaming person? Uh, John, so besides NXT 2.0, Mardi Gras, Wale Mania Edition, uh, what else are you watching?
0: Oh, man. <laughs> or doing? Um, let's see. Watching a lot of wrestling for sure. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, NXT UK has been my go to show right now. I, I sadly don't have cable. Okay. So I can't watch AEW. Oh, and, man, ooh, to what, I'm do, what I'm gonna do for next week, though, because again, <laughs> is I'm gonna get a Hulu Live free subscription.
3: Yeah, and I'm gonna see how many times I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, say, I I wonder on. how I wonder how long it would take you to get tired of hearing uh, WrestleMania come to you with more wrestling action. <laughs> you ever heard that? The way he says that shit at the end of the video is so annoying. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, all I see from AW sometimes is uh, what is it? Um, their YouTube stuff.
3: Yeah, the BT um, Dark and Real yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, and um, let's see, what else am I watching? Um, not much, man. Being a, being a dad, it takes up most of my time. Yeah. Uh, working on stuff takes up most of my time. Uh, oh, I saw a, a Malignant. <laughs> uh, Ooh. yeah that's kind
2: of a hot hot topic right now is malignant
0: yeah that that one was something they have a shirt at hot topic oh they have a shirt at hot topic (laughs) i'm
2: sure sure they're fairly certain
0: they
3: they might
2: they might
3: they'll probably have one they have a whole game in cap well they'll probably have
2: one in 10 years when it becomes like when it becomes a cult Movie, a cult, classic in or something. a cult classic. It will never be one, or better
3: yet, there's probably a pop for it that was limit seventeen for all those uh, neckbeards out there that got up at six o'clock in the morning, and get in line in front of hot topic. Uh, yeah, probably.
2: <laughs> so, so, what did you think of
3: Middle Without giving
2: spoilers away, because I think a lot of people still haven't seen it. They're on the fence about watching it. What did you? Think
0: um, it? it started off okay, where I was just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, okay, and then it got really wacky, really fast. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, and I was just kind of like. I I think I like James Wan's like other stuff. Like I think the conjuring and and insidious are like, uh, two modern classics. Like I really enjoy those. And I I agree. Especially the conjuring, but, uh, I think I had my expectations set too high and then, you know, like, uh, watching it, I was just kind of like, Oh, I was not expecting this (laughs) to happen at all.
2: (laughs) Yes. Uh, I'm in the same boat. I did watch it. Uh, I think the trailers had teased something else. And then mm. when you watch it, you're like, wait, where did all this come from? And especially when they got to the matrix scene or the matrix part. Okay. It was kind of like, where did this come from? Cause this makes no sense at all. Yeah. Nothing was established. No guidelines or hints were dropped. This happens. And I love the first five minutes, like the, the beginning, the intro, Mm-hmm. After the title scene, I like the build-up. Um, I love that camera shot that the, that's in the trailer where it shows her like overhead running to her room and locking herself in. Right, Great scene. I'm still trying to figure out what the hell I watched. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> I don't know because yeah. it's like it's... That
0: picture right now, Chris, is pretty much the face that I had watching the movie. Okay, yeah. I was, like, okay, was going to say, honestly, I,
3: yeah, I haven't seen it. <laughs> and, you know, the if you guys know spoilers out there, it's fine. I want to watch it either way. My whole issue is like the trailer, like you mm-hmm. said, is, is probably very misleading, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I kind of figured as much when I saw it, I was like, okay, this is a little too on the nose. And every, every horror movie is a trope laden rehash of the movie before it. And so oh, there, are I was no like, okay.
2: there are no tropes in this movie. <laughs> There's none. It, it's, well, the it's, like, this movie? It, it's like, it's <laughs> like, it's like, if, if James Wan watched an episode of Treehouse of Horror, he watched Basket Case, and he watched Halloween Part 5 and The Matrix and made a movie, and it says, I'm going to include all of it. All of it. And that's the movie.
0: Well, right. I would say, okay. I would say there might be some. I don't think this will be like giving anything away, but like some. Uh, uh early 90s, late 80s, kind of crazy horror um uh I remember it kind of reminded me of like uh when I watched uh, lawnmower man like for the first time. Uh, I, can can, I can
2: kind of see that yeah. I can kind of see that. I mean the practical effects that they did have like the uh the the suit the, the other side of the suit hmm. that was amazing. I love that. I thought that was great. The. um, Yeah, I love the practical effects. I'm just going to leave it at that. I love the practical effects. When they brought in the CGI, I'm like, why? It doesn't doesn't need the CGI. It really (laughs) didn't. But it happened. But yeah, Chris, watch it.
0: You should check it out. Yeah.
2: Be confused. Make sure yeah. you don't fall asleep.
0: Maybe you'll love it. Maybe you're like with lowered expectations, you'll go in and like, wow, this lowered is amazing.
2: expectations.
0: The, 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 only, the, only th-
2: expectations. Th- the only thing I don't like uh, lately has been like the people who have come out, and these are the same people that say uh, like if you didn't like Man of Steel, it's because the movie's too smart for you. Mm. Same people are defending this movie as it's being like a godsend, and I'm oh, like, oh,
3: right. I hate that. That is so <laughs> from the
2: trope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the trope for this movie, but I mean, it happened. I watched it. I'm not one of those people that's complaining that I want my two hours back. Uh, I watched yeah. it. I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. Yeah, same so, here. I didn't hate it
0: either, but I was just like,
3: but okay. I'm never gonna watch it again. I'm is never there... gonna watch it again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my curiosity a... is peaked. What, what? Where's the streaming? Is it HBO? HBO. HBO Max. Yeah.
2: HBO Max. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, it was their latest release. My, I think uh, last week.
3: Goes yeah. To sleep. Yeah.
2: It was, was well, related but... Oh. Anyway, go yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. so, are you besides wrestling in Malignant, Are you watching anything else?
0: Uh, no. I think that's nope. pretty much it. <laughs> Nothing that I can think of. Uh, uh maybe I'll remember something. <laughs>
3: <laughs> maybe. Watching that makeup breakdown dwindle away, being a dad with a new baby instead. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. My 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 parent brain is also just all, you
3: well, know, I know. I know that feeling. I know that
0: feeling.
2: <laughs> I, yeah, I, I I'm planning like a last minute birthday party because my son didn't want to go see Monster Jam, at the last minute, instead wanted a birthday party. So I'm putting that together. This is
3: really weird, but yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> hey, he's turning seven, or he's officially seven. So, you know, it happens. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Uh Chris, you're up. All right, Chris. So, what have you been, Chris? Anything playing, watching, reading?
3: Uh, I mean, definitely uh, finished watching all of the Marvel What If mm-hmm. uh, animated series on Disney Plus. Um, I honestly think, uh, I think one of the things that Marvel kind of came up short on for a long time was their animated films. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I think, I mean, I think maybe the animated films they were picking, honestly. Yeah. Well, it was based off the Ultimates universe, which didn't do very well in the comic books anyway. The only thing they speared out of that was Miles Morales, if that tells you anything, obviously. So, yeah, you yeah. know, <clears throat> they couldn't really translate like what happened in the Ultimates comic books to those movies because uh, didn't Blob eat the wasp and weren't Scarlet witching folks over bumping uglies? And it, it, just, it was, you know, a bunch of buh-ha nonsense, and you couldn't put that in an animated film for kids. Um but then again, like this really there wasn't anything I wouldn't say there's anything racy, whereas DC is starting DC's starting to go towards their their black label darker yeah. stuff for their uh, animated anime films. Mm-hmm. I think Marvel's finally catching up to DC on the animated stuff where DC is, is well I is think. Killing DC, on that.
2: DC is also running out of Batman titles to animate.
0: Hmm. <laughs> so, oh, so that's one animated watch. I uh Long Halloween, the the animated one that came out recently. Yeah, yeah. How is that? It's uh, I actually enjoyed it. it. It's it has like an interesting soundtrack, also. Like, okay. uh, uh, there's so few changes that they did, like subtle changes, but uh, I heard people complaining about the animation, but I actually kind of like it where it looks like a little messy. But, um,
3: okay, uh, did they go the Spider Verse route that slowed down the frame rate? Uh,
0: no, it's it looks very Almost like like the the brush they use like to animate it has like a texture to it. Oh, okay. So like a lot of the line work looks like a brush.
2: So it looks more. Okay. Looks
0: like. Yeah.
2: Right. Okay. Well, that's how. Okay. Um, you no, know, what was it? There, there? Was one animated DC animated film that had that was like that? Uh, I forget what it was. I forget what it is now. But yeah, hey, I mean, but again, it's. DC is only good because they they keep cranking out those Batman animated films. Yeah. And until they run out, you know, they're going to keep doing it. And they'll throw in another DC character here and there.
0: That I would have liked if they had kept the the Tim Sale kind of style a little yes. bit, like for the long Halloween. But it's it's like, it's, awesome. it's a lot cleaner than that. Like, it, it, I wish they would have stayed with like yeah. some kind of character designs like that, but they didn't.
3: Yeah. Here's, here's I, my question, though. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious uh, when it comes, I know we veer off, that's what we do here. It's what we do <laughs> over here. Um, But, uh, you know, <laughs> Batman Damned was the big uh, openings, uh, opening punch for DC's Black Label, and that's how we got introduced to Bruce Wang or the Battle Wang uh, in that book. So, they do an animated feature. Do we see animated Bruce Wayne Wang or do they just omit that this time?
1: Yeah, they because they took it
2: out of the second printing. Yeah, they yeah didn't they didn't take that out the second printing, and then just cover it with more shadows.
3: Have more, then have more bulge. Okay, I'll have Do more it. bulge, have more bulge. <laughs> yes, that bulge, that bulge,
2: that bulge. <laughs> <laughs> that bulge. Yeah. I, I I'm not gonna lie. I mean, one of my favorite DC animated movies films was the the Shazam one, just because it was yeah. different. And it was was colorful. Didn't you have like orange skies or purple skies? It was like out in the open, blue skies, and then, you know, you're Mm -hmm. just inviting. I thought that was great. Uh, I also liked, was it the Flashpoint one where like you had the Michael Turner-esque style characters? Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought that was a good one. Um, But I like, every story doesn't need to have Batman. Every animated film doesn't need to have Batman. They have so many characters that they can pull from. That's not Batman, but they keep going back to the Batwell
3: to They're scared, make that they're, back scared to they're scared yeah, to veer. They're scared to veer off. Even the flash movies will have Michael uh, Michael Keaton Batman in it. So Yeah. Until until they find another tent pole uh to, to build it off of mm-hmm. which I mean I don't, I mean Superman is a great character, but kind of a one trick pony. I mean what yeah. how many times can you reinvent or try to reinvent Superman? He is who he is. Yeah. And, you know. Uh, same thing with cap honestly cap this the big blue boy scout it's the yeah. same same book different page or whatever but uh anyway no i i definitely enjoyed the what ifs you said you watched them all Aaron? i am caught up on the what ifs oh man Didn't, you said you watched not, none of them john i have not I, seen I, any i,
2: I no, I'm, no. I'm just gonna say this i did not like the most recent episode i it was okay it was okay
0: and you guys can freely really. talk about it with spoilers if you want. And uh, I'm still going to watch oh, it. Okay,
2: oh, well, okay. The, the newest <laughs> episode had Killmonger. This is the Killmonger episode. Okay. I just wasn't really impressed with it. I just didn't really, it was cool that they had all the, that they had majority of all the voice actors back. Like all the actors who played him in the films, come back and voice them. It was great to hear Michael B. Jordan again. And for them, they actually name dropped Gundam in the episode. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh. But, I just didn't like it. Yeah. I, I just didn't find it entertaining.
3: You know, I think Killmonger as far as the comics go, and we're seeing it more now since the advent of the Black Panther introduction in the Civil War
0: mm-hmm. and the
3: Black Panther film. Uh we're we're getting we're getting a heaping helping of the African American character experience that we've yeah. never admittedly, like I didn't I never subscribed to or read the Black Panther books as a kid because mm-hmm. Uh, you know, social norms wasn't geared towards me. You know what I mean? Like, this, that was just kind of like, yeah, I didn't, you know what I mean? And that wasn't coming from any sort of, like, you know, bad place or anything. It's just, it was my character. You know, you always thought, mm-hmm. oh, that's over, or, you know. If you're a superhero fan and you're a black dude, you're going to love Black Panther, yeah. right? I mean, it's kind of like, that's about as far as my mind went with it. Uh, so I'm really grateful that we've gotten these characters down because, honestly, Black mm-hmm. Panther is an amazing film. Uh, with the advent of it of is. these uh, black-helmed d- directed and produced films like Get Out and uh, and uh, uh, Us, and and then you've seen the Black Panther film. Uh, I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing what they're going to do with the movie franchise after Chadwick uh, has passed and everything. Uh, it's going to be real interesting to see how they pay tribute to him with that. Um, but to my point with all this is that Killmonger, in my opinion, uh, is a really interesting character. Um, mm-hmm. because I think he kind of embodies the um, well, let me see if I can choose the words that make the most sense here. I think <laughs> Killmonger embodies, well because this is this white male or whatever, Like I don't I don't have the black experience I don't know, but I can tell you what, from what I've gleaned from watching Killmonger, and especially in this last episode he's um, God man militant, militant's not the word it, it is mm-hmm. the He's driven. You know what I mean? He's yes. driven by an ultimate sense of dedication to Wakanda, aka, mm-hmm. you know, his black brethren, yeah. uh, that uh, it's kind of the Black Panther embodiment of, like, the Black Panther movement, like, by any means necessary. Of course, you know there was, like, two sides of that coin, too, back in the day, right? There was the yeah. pacifist, peaceful side. And there was the take-no-shit side. Uh, Killmonger embodies uh, in, in uh, the take-no-prisoner side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because he grew up in the projects and saw the struggle that black community. I mean, I guess I'm saying all this to say that I kind of disagree with you on it because mm-hmm. simply for the fact that I think it was really smart how he did it because he is a well trained killing machine in the military because that's what he had to do to get to, to, sur- to survive. Yeah. And, you know, much like a lot of people have to, they, they join the military. Most do it because they want to, some have to do it because they have to do it, unfortunately. I think Killmonger embodies that. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping I'm getting this. I'm hoping I get my point across here. I really like Killmonger as a character because I know he's a villain mm-hmm. by regular standards. Yeah, but is he though? I think he's. It's really a his point motivations make sense. Like yeah, right
0: why He would do what he did, or so what he does. Yeah, so Chris, I think carrying- he's
3: kind of like how I think how like Joker tells Batman you want to break your one fucking rule, like Killmonger breaks that one fucking rule. Like, mm-hmm. I will get my point across one way or the other, Like I'm not afraid to do you in if that's how, how I get what I need yeah. to happen. And that's yeah. from what I know of the character in the books, he mm-hmm. was a nonsense guy too. But Michael B. Jordan, dude, like mm-hmm. I know that dude is a fucking amazing actor. I didn't yeah. really take notice of him until Creed in Creed Two. Okay. I, still
1: mistake, yeah. I still haven't seen those movies.
3: I still haven't seen those movies. Those are good. Creed. I know a lot of people say that Creed was kind of like a, uh, a cash in on the Rocky name and everything. Yeah. I also disagree. Um, mm. I think that it is a natural progression to go that way because if I remember correctly in the movies, Rocky's son didn't have nothing to do with boxing. He just wanted to, nope. uh, you know. And no, so... no, he he wanted to box in part five to learn how to defend himself. <clears throat> Oh, okay, okay, but you know the the the, the paternal instinct for Rocky yeah. definitely kicks in because he feels like oh, is it to creed to be there yep. for a, a son who didn't know his father? So I mean, yeah, and another that's another thing that kind of hits close to home for a lot of people now is that you know a lot of fathers aren't there for their kids, and that's you know, yeah. So for some reason, I think uh, Michael B. Jordan as an actor is making mm-hmm. some really good decisions on the roles he's taking mm-hmm. because he's really. Man, what is the word I'm looking for? He he is. Um, he it. Do what? He gets it. I mean, he definitely gets it, obviously, but like, mm-hmm. I think he's finding these roles that are speaking to uh, the heart of a lot of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of people struggle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I hope that makes I sense. I think him
0: also, like Michael B. Jordan as a person, like, well, let's, I mean, I know. Chadwick Boseman in Black Panther was great, and the character was great. But I feel like Killmonger was definitely the cooler one. He was the you kind of gravitated to that character, you know, like with the attitude, you know, the attitude, Mm -hmm. the physique, the, the just the way he just like carried himself, like. Yeah. And if you listen to Michael B. Jordan talk, he also just has just like that. That charisma,
3: you kind of just like, this guy's yeah, cool. Fucking yeah. Just, yeah, exactly, <laughs> man. Like, yeah, I found myself, as soon as I saw it, the day we saw it in the theaters, I was more all because I knew what I was getting with Chapping Buzzman's uh, Black Panther. We were getting yeah. this uh, royal, you know, put-together, you know, royalty of a king who just, you know, is, a, is just a well-rounded king in his story, but man, like, Killmonger is a street-level character, and we've all to some degree have grew up on the streets and we've known somebody at some point in our lives that reminds us of killmonger like that dude has got you know i hate to say this word because it's used a lot but swag i know that's a word gets thrown around a lot but the killmonger character in the movies has got it in spades and like just the whole idea with all the markings on his body and all the shit all this to say all this because i know i'm i am Mm -hmm. a professional rambler Yes. For all the all the nineteen hey, people who listen to this what? podcast,
2: I'm gonna wait for you to finish before I, I I'll say something.
3: Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I think in this episode, and I hate to to spoil it for you or anything, but like he kind of wins out and kind of gets what he wants because uh, we saw where he didn't get what he wanted in the Black Panther film, mm-hmm. and we saw in this film where he did, and he by any means necessary no holds barred if you will like did whatever he needed to do because at the end of the day man he felt like he was owed a spot at the table not that I'm trying to bring up Roman Reigns or anything but it makes a lot of sense in this uh, bring it back to wrestling bring it back to wrestling yeah yeah yeah, bring it because that's what we do right (laughs) it's what we do acknowledge me I love Mark Henry I'm sorry it's what I do Dude, Mark... Side note, Mark Henry is a fucking gem of a human being. I wish I could push that guy all... Because I don't know if you guys listen to Busted Open, but, like, the podcast or anything, I'm not serious. Mark Henry, just a gem of a human being. His yeah, whole family. Big games. fucking teddy bear of a guy. Anyway. Oh, yeah. um, family. Yeah, so this episode, this last episode of What If uh, really caught me off guard because I, you know, of course I'm paying attention to all of them, but, like, this one really... I was like, I kind of wondered, like, when I saw Black Panther, like, what is it he's trying to accomplish here? And really and truly, he just wanted what he felt was owed to him. Yep. You know, he felt betrayed, and on on multiple fronts. You know, not mm-hmm. just by Wakanda and by his uh, his uncle and his cousin, but by but just the the systemic bullshit that happens in the United States of America was not necessarily called out in that's, you know, Killmonger's character and what he's been through, but uh, yeah. it is what it is. You know, yep. this is exactly what the core character has been through. Um, yep. So I say all that to say, uh, I disagree. So,
2: <laughs> so Chris, after all of that, after all that talking, that speech, that empowerment that you said, the only reason why I didn't like this episode was like I think it was out of order. I don't think it should have been following Marvel zombies. It was a um, good episode. But not my favorite. After fa- have it following the Marvel the Marvel Zombies episode, that's a tough episode to follow. Let's be honest. That here.
3: was a sick yeah. That's a, that, I that's can go off on that here. one too, man. That was awesome.
2: Well, well, when they first announced and they showed the trailer for What If? What was everybody talking about? They weren't talking All about Star Lord, Star Lord, Panther. They weren't talking about <laughs> sure. Peggy Carter. They weren't talking about Killmonger saving Stark. No, they were talking about Marvel Zombies the entire time. Yeah. In fact, if you go to eBay right now, Marvel Zombie shirts from like back in the early two thousands are crazily going up in price because of this show. So because now everybody wants to be
3: part of the party, yeah.
2: Yeah, they do. <laughs> they they do. I got to dig my I got to dig my Marvel Zombie shirt out somewhere. I still have mine.
3: I uh, guess who's gonna be drawing some zombie shit in the next two week or two. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy. But after all you said, I think what hurt to me
2: any episode that was going to follow Marvel zombies to me was going to be a little disappointing. And the first thing I, a I bought what a lot of people I have seen post up on social media was <coughs> that they didn't like this episode. And I have to attribute that to it following Marvel zombies. And as much as crap, I'm as much bad. as much as you give Arthur Sodom or Sodom or Soydom or whatever, Soul Boy, whatever his name is, I can't pronounce his last name. Whatever, whatever he's done, um, and people don't like him, he gave us Marvel Zombies. He gave us those, those covers that made him famous in Heavy Metal Magazine. And that trend is coming back now because of this episode. It was the well-done MCU version of Marvel Zombies, and we didn't get the X-Men, we didn't get the Fantastic Four, we didn't get Silver Surfer, you know, with them killing him and eating him. But we got uh, a good episode, that I feel is a first parter because there's too many cliffhangers for them to not do a part two too many cliffhangers. So I think that was on uh, purpose. Yeah. So my, my thing is that uh, I don't hate the Killmonger episode. I just think following the zombie episode, it didn't have the the hype to follow it.
3: So that's fair. I see your point. Yeah. So you're not taking anything away from the episode, but you're saying it was just, no. It was the, uh, it was how, uh, what was it? Hogan versus, uh, uh Rock versus Hogan at WrestleMania. And it had the they had to follow with Triple H and Jericho. Yeah, pretty like, much. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: it's like, it was, it was like, it was like, that, uh, of the it part. was like the Paul White yeah. UT Marshall match following the Lucha Brothers versus uh, Young Bucks. Oof. No match yeah, could follow no. that cage match. Nothing could follow that cage match <laughs> right after that. But, you know, it's just episode list, episode order. I think they should have gone back and read Marvel zombies should have been the final episode. That should have been the episode. Don't we still end have more episodes list. to go? Don't we, yes, um, we do.
0: have? I was we about to say, we're not even done yet. Nope, we're
2: not. They put up a trailer, right?
0: Of the, the next ones that are coming out?
2: Yeah. Or, yeah? Yeah. Like, yeah, they, they usually have a trailer on the, their YouTube channel that shows the next
0: one coming out. But, did you guys see all the comics or anything like that? Like when they were I out? I did. Course?
2: And, and actually, here's the thing. For the last few weeks, we, when we talk about what if, we right. asked the per- the guests, you know, if they had a favorite what if comic, if they read the what if comics, and if they have a favorite story from the comics. Because what ifs were great back in the day. They, they were, you know, so much I more honestly more. don't
0: remember them very well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: no. <laughs> I know I had some. I know I had some. The one that I do remember having, um, um, uh, uh, let me first just say that uh, Ghost Rider is like my favorite. Uh, Marvel hero, yep. And I, the one what if that I remember is what if uh, Danny Catch's sister became the Ghost Rider, okay? Instead of uh, Danny, mm. yep. And so it was like a female Ghost Rider, and that's the only one I remember.
2: Okay. But, no, I I usually bring up the one that ha- because I have I remember the cover the most. It was what if fi- number fifty, vo- I think it was volume two or three. Uh, what if Hulk killed Wolverine? And it had that chrome cover. Where oh yeah, I do remember. like that skull with the Hulk in the reflection because he's... right, dead. yeah. Um, I, that one was my favorite. Um, there are a few like what if, like what if Rogue never ran away and she stayed with uh, Mystique and her and Nightcrawler, became legit like uh, like uh, adopted siblings, uh, and all that. There are there are a lot of good ones out there that are a lot of fun to read. Uh, I know a friend of the show or a former gu- uh, guest, Bernie got like the giant omnibus of what if that he just recently got in and he's reading
3: that I'm like, man, that's, it's pretty lucky right there. <laughs> pretty awesome. I'm sure he paid a big man penny for it too. Being that he bought it so recently
2: 30%, he said he gets them at half off the, or he pre-orders them and he gets them at half off. Well, so I need to get that link from him. Cause I want to get that. What if book as well? It's pretty cool. No, like, awesome. like 60 issues. I think.
3: Oh, oh Nice. Man.
2: So, One thing AI. I did
3: want to bring up is I saw it, and it was a trailer, and I've seen it a few times, honestly. I'm looking forward to seeing more of it. And my wife will be the first to tell you mm-hmm. that I'm definitely not the uh, anime manga guy. Like, I don't know much about it. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, Shocker of the century. But <laughs> uh, the Star Wars, that Star Wars anime mm-hmm. series that they're doing for Disney Plus. Dude, oh yeah, uh, that, looks really that cool. shit looks amazing. Yeah, I want to see every single episode because just the idea that it's gonna be some artist, it, it, just an artist uh, interpretation mm-hmm. from the the anime, different you know different forms of anime style. Yes, like just yes. a quick clip to me. Like I, I think I saw Boba Fett once in one of the clips. So I was yeah. like, come on, show me all the things. Have you? <laughs> did, did you ever
2: watch? Uh, did you ever watch the Halo Legends movie thing? They they is got the a different... with Mike Coulter in it. No, wait, no, he's not in it. I don't think. I don't remember. But there's Halo a lot of Legends... actual the guy played Luke Cage. No, no, it's not it's not no 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 you're thinking Nightfall. Legends is it's an anthology, it's, also. It's an anthology, it's five different stories from five different anime uh oh makers. Oh no,
1: I did not see so, that. You
2: have, like, so you have the people who made Dragon Ball did an episode, the people who made the Castlevania oh, yeah. series do an episode. The people who did the, uh, like, the watercolor style of, uh, I forget that. The what? Does Bones do one? Does
3: Bones do one?
2: What what have they done? My Hero. I think they did. Toei. I think they they teamed up with Toei. I think they teamed up with Toei to do. Toei
3: Toei is Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball.
2: Yes. Yes, they did. Yeah. Uh, and then they also got the animation studio who did uh crying freeman to do an episode, to do an episode or a short.
3: So crying freeman. Oh my god, dude. The yeah. comics of that were basically born.
2: Yeah, they were. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but like but they got all these but they got all these different studios to do a short for Halo with different Spartans or different military people. And it was really well done. It was really well done. They also done. did that like with what
0: the Matrix and they also did a Batman one at some point. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they they want Batman where it's
2: different uh, stories throughout the night, where uh, right, Sonus and it's Sonus different is. like anime
0: yeah. directors and animators. Yes, yeah, and, uh,
2: that's what but yeah, Halo Legends is definitely worth a watch. It's really good. Hunt that down. It's really good. Curious, yeah, it's it's I I definitely like that one. Uh, anything else you watch, I'm Chris? For,
3: uh, no, no, um, just a lot of YouTube clips while I'm working on art, but. Uh, I, my wife, wanted me bring up a good point. I, I don't really get to play many, many video games. Uh, mm-hmm. not that I don't want to; it's in real time. But yeah, I was playing with he man toys the other day because we got fucking <laughs> Castle Grayskull. I saw that the Origins one. Yeah, I, I have it. Roddy Piper as he man riding Battle Cat. <laughs> Dope. Oh, I
2: yeah, saw those pictures. It, yeah, yeah. I saw the pictures on on your Instagram. Yeah, those
3: chest, he, the Roddy, Roddy comes with chest plates of various damage, like it's like the the damage uh, <laughs> armor battle armor. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's and pretty like he's cool. like talking back with his arm up with the damn. And he has uh, a
1: screaming
3: face. He's like screaming. And uh, then the yesterday was it yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday at Target, they they've been putting up these. You know, they've had that MOTU Origins line. Uh, they have a new one. It was Battle Cat with a uh, He-Man in the battle armor that works. Like he has yeah. the battle I've armor. Yeah. seen those. Yeah. And it's shiny, as opposed to that um, matte silver metal-esque look. Really? The school one. Yeah, so it's there. super shiny as hell. Like Kind of like uh, Thunder Punch no. Superman, or Superman, He-Man. Huh, Remember okay. he, he had the... His shit was shiny or whatever? It's yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. But he's got, like, battle damage. Like, like he's got, like, scratches and stuff on him, wounds. And uh-huh. so does Battle Cat. And they come with a green base that pops together with some boulders yeah. on it, and it's the same color as Castle Grayskull, and then you can position Battle Cat, where he's up like this, like, I know people listening can't see it, where it's like he's wearing <laughs> back with a horse. You know what I mean? Yeah, that so was of cool, course, yeah. we're like
1: And the that's interchangeable cool. heads.
3: Oh, And we call it a windswept He-man because he comes with an extra head, where his hair is like just as beavered out, and he's like, ooh! The original, like, the he original one head, one. like, from
0: the original human, yeah. right? They have, like, the, the head that he has on.
3: That one, the head you're talking about, comes with that uh that deluxe team man from Origin, all the extra accessories and shit by himself. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Which I've been seeing people have people have been stealing that head. Oh, really? like LeBron, people are stealing that head out of there. <laughs> oh, but, but it. Not side note: I hate people, but besides yeah. that note, but, <laughs> but here is something that we've learned. So on the Castle Grayskull, there are pegs because you on the bottom of their feet there are holes for the pegs that you can put on Castle Grayskull. The WWE figures have those, and they fit on the Castle Grace gold pegs. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, my you, wife, my saying? wife was able. To, she so was she was able that, to peg uh... Stephanie McMahon. She pegged <laughs> She <pegs laughs> Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she did, and she I watched. And it was awesome.
1: Well, new the new day are on the Skyrider.
3: Sky well, she didn't peg New Day because uh, uh, Biggie's won the belt, so we didn't peg him. He, wrote, he was on the oh. Skyrider. Turn the page. That has foot pegs <laughs> on it, though. But the WWE Motos fit the foot pegs
0: for the uh Casper Skull. Yep. Uh a He-Man figure that I that I picked up recently that I had to pick up was um uh, the Lords of Power version of Beastman.
2: Oh have you seen those? Yes, I've seen
0: that. It's like uh from oh. the original, like the original character design that they did yeah. of, of uh the He-Man figures and it's stuff. like the oh. concept art. It's like the concept, I the
3: concept, art, concept art. I, I yeah, saw a the picture of that. There's the a picture of that on the back of that one I was just talking about. The okay. uh, I, I pre-ordered that one like a while <laughs> ago.
0: Yeah, I, I pre-ordered like a while ago and I, I barely got like an email saying that uh, it's been shipped out and I was just like, all right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. That is awesome. But yeah, like, yeah, he, 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 Chris has all those He-Man toys. But it's, he's been playing. I'm glad you
0: playing with that instead of playing with video games. Oh, it's also your uh, Haunted Mansion stuff. That's yeah. really cool boom dude you ever get, like, <laughs> little, um, the dioramas they had did you see, have you seen those, those no really uh uh-uh. oh, a... wait,
3: you mean the little the little paper ones the, like little paper model ones no
0: they're they're uh they're some of them are like plastic well, let me yeah, show like you actually i actually have one
3: no like they're like
2: plaster they're plastic they're like uh like pop vinyls no 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 they're not pop vinyls they're it's like either a plaster mold or a plastic mold, but it, it's—he'll show okay, you. But it's, I have it's one for the attic, and
3: it's these. those.
2: It's like a little diorama okay. set, like accessory set type thing.
3: Oh, okay, wait. I think I have seen that. Isn't that something they sell at the parks? Let me see.
0: Yeah, I think they. they,
2: they it was in the. It was well. It's. It was in the inside the the store. Yeah, so I got it off, the off of the Disney. Yeah, website.
3: I've seen those at the parks. Yeah, they okay, sold those so. at the parks.
2: So so what John is showing us is like an accessory pack for the Haunted Mansion diorama set. It's really yeah. cool. And those are supposed to go with like the little mystery minis that are or figures that are out.
0: You can kind yeah. of set them I up. I thought it was gonna be bigger, but uh yeah. um, still it's still so like it, a good size. Where'd you yeah, find it, that at? On the Disney website. Yeah, they had Disney them for a while. Yeah, yeah and,
3: we, the first place we saw them was the, the parks. Okay. Huh. Yeah. That's pretty dope, man. I've seen it. That, that is before. pretty cool. That's pretty wow. cool. holy yeah, Mansion is my favorite ride, dude. I, I, there's no joke. Anytime we go, first one, which I know is a real first world <laughs> thing for me to say, but every time we go, like, we we always ride like two or three or four or seventeen times. Uh, the last time we went, um, <laughs> we we rope dropped, we rope dropped Magic Kingdom, uh-huh. and we wrote, we got in, and then the rope drop is like for each section they have a rope drop for different areas of Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. so we stood at Adventureland. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: No, we, we showed stood at
3: the American Frontier,
1: Adventure.
3: American Adventure. Okay, that's Epcot, but we Liberty Square. Yeah, we, we wrote rolled Liberty Square, cut through Liberty Square by um, Harbor House, Harbor uh, House, and, House and um, God dang it, Small World and all that shit. The whole point is, we, we we were the first ones on that day. Like we literally were the first ones on Hollywood that day. It's a, a nice. personal uh, achievement for Me <laughs> and then, no, there were no Doom Buggies around us, and nobody was on the yeah, ride there was nobody us. talking, laughing, nothing like that. It was a oh, full nice. on, like, <laughs> private ride on the Haunted Mansion with the no bad no. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Every time I was, world. I'm not gonna lie, first time I wrote it, and the only time I've wrote it, uh, I was amazed at uh, how it was. Uh, I because I didn't have any hype, I expected to see okay, I could see the animatronics, I can see that, I can see that. You know, that, that like that kind of condescending adult. And I'm going in, yeah, I'm watching sure. it, and I'm sitting with Gwen, and I'm just like, oh wow, this is awesome. <laughs> this yeah. is so cool. So yeah, I had a lot of blasts with magic with uh Haunted Mansion. Love that ride.
3: Well, listen, Aaron, we're going to do an adult trip in October, man. Like only. Uh, adults only. You, you know what my answer is gonna be. You you already know.
2: So just, you know Wait, I don't know what's the answer.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it, drop your kids off with John he'll watch them it's fine <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: not
1: gonna
3: um but we're <laughs> gonna finish this segment off because now
1: right, we're like f- <laughs>
2: let's <laughs> then finish the segment off because now we're like 40 minutes in uh <laughs> okay. uh I'll say I've been playing Dante's Inferno which should be late, relabeled Gods of War Seven Deadly Sins in Hell because it's pretty much Gods of War with a guy with a scythe it's it's a it's an okay game it's fun um but the puzzles are a bitch. I'm not gonna lie. Puzzles are a bitch. Uh, so I've been playing that, trying to watch a lot of different th- things. I watched *Malignant*. Ah, Malignant. I uh, suffered through that, and caught up on what caught up on the what ifs. Uh, wrestling here and there, but I just started watching *Lovecraft Country*. Oh and Ooh, I, yeah! I, I gotta say. I'm loving that show. I'm two episodes in.
0: So good. so good, yeah. Yeah,
2: it's, so good. it's it's good. It's and I can see why this. Well, what got me into the show was that they said that the that the guy in there is going to be Kang for in the Marvel mm, movies, right? So, and it's Lovecraft. I like Lovecraft creatures. I love Lovecraftian lore and all that. Uh, so I started watching. I'm like, okay, well, how are they going to do it? How are they going to bring in Lovecraft? Okay. Uh, it's well done. Uh, I'm oh, not gonna like probably as soon as I finish this episode recording I'm gonna watch some more
1: uh,
2: <laughs> it's
3: it's good uh, it's, it's just a lot of fun have you have I can't remember what episode it was but uh, have you seen an episode where they had to get out of town really fast yet that was the first episode that was the first episode. I, was the first episode. It. I, I watched it like a year and, and change ago. Yeah, like when it first came out. Yeah, that was um, the first yeah, episode. Yeah, so they were in the Sundown Town, right? Sundown yes. Town. Town. Yeah. Dude, man, look, listen. I talked to <laughs> other people who are horror fans that are African American, and they, they and they know all this shit from their families telling them about it mm-hmm. in family history. That's yeah. no bullshit, dude. Like, yeah. it is like
1: true.
3: even even now in Louisiana, there's still parts of Louisiana that. There's different, literally different sides of the track, man, I, and that's not even a joke. Yeah, I, I wish I could say it was a joke. I wish you could say I was bullshitting you, but it's mm-hmm. fucking real. But like, yeah. when I watched that episode, my palms were sweating, and I have no dog in the race. I'm just watching your show, but like, I'm so fucking nervous for them. Yeah, because we know what's you know. It, it, yeah. It's funny
0: because I feel like that's also like the real horror of the show is yes. like that human yes. horror. Yes. Where it's just like, oh, you don't yes. know what these people went through, and then you see it, and you're like, oh man, mankind really sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah, because
2: it's yes. like it's it yes. in the uh, the fifties, the fifties and fifties, uh, right? Or the forties.
3: Yeah. Uh, when you're sitting inside that diner, when yeah. they are sitting inside that diner because um, they want to
0: get like something to eat, mm-hmm. and then the guy that's at the bar he just like walks off and he's on the phone, and they're just like, we got to get out of here now. Yeah. Just like, mm-hmm. just like, oh, man. fucking crazy, dude
2: it was, it, yeah, it was the, to the, the the suspense is really well done the set is really well i mean everything's really well done my only my only yes. complaint only complaint um because i'm a big practical effects guy over cgi effects the mm-hmm. creatures look great but they do look computer they do look very computer f- so far so far mm-hmm. That opening scene where he's in the bat in the the in the first episode where he's in the war zone with like oh, UFOs mm-hmm. flying over, and you see Cthulhu and you see Jackie Robinson come out. That was great. I oh, thought that was awesome. Yeah. But
3: it felt too, too CG. It just felt too CG. Uh yeah, I see your point, man. But I think on the same token, though, it's like asking if, if we would have got a really good live action transform movie back in 1987. True. You know what I mean, yeah, and, so. and that's true. Uh, How and, far and, are you? Uh, have you
0: finished the series yet, or? No,
3: I'm. i sec-
2: I just finished second episode last night. Oh. I finished the second. Because there is
3: some time. really
0: cool practical stuff.
2: Uh, there do. is.
3: There really is. Yeah, yeah. there is. They, they, they don't shy away from practical effects as well. But like, uh, I think there's. I don't know. If there's a scene where they're in the. You know, you've probably seen it already. They're in the woods, and you know, all the things are coming out of the ground and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. The trimmer yeah, looking I mean, things you could have done that with practical effects. Yeah. You could. There's a.
0: There's a transformation. I don't know if you're there yet. That happens with one of the characters, and it's all gory oh, wow. and stuff like that. And you're just like... no, I
2: haven't got to that yet. I haven't okay. got to that yet. Uh, but I mean, I, <laughs> but, but I mean, I'm really enjoying it. I'm getting a sense of the movie in the mouth of madness a little bit with the search mm-hmm. for it. I, I got a lot of in the mouth of madness references for that. So I was kind of mm-hmm. expecting to be like a like there to be like a Sutter Kane reference in the back somewhere. Just to kind of play with that. The series is also based on a
0: book, if you want to check out the book too. Oh, it is? Yeah.
2: Lovecraft Country, the book, or is it has a different name? Is it like? It's the same. Lovecraft Country. Yeah. Okay. Because um, kind of tie in books with movies on streaming stuff. um, I did pick up the book, The Ritual, based, you know, and that's what the Netflix movie, The Ritual, is based off of, that Nordic movie with the the thing in the woods with the friends. Um, Okay. And that's supposed to be that. really good. If you haven't seen The Ritual on Netflix, very much recommend seeing that. That is so well done. Uh, very just, it plays on the visuals and it plays on the, like the slow burn uh, building in the background. Like something's in the background. And it's, uh, the, best way, to, the, lazy. Sorry. the okay. best way to kind of say yeah. it is like, if, if you've seen the movie, It Follows, it's like yes. a thing where you see something in the background, and as the movie gets farther in, it gets closer and closer.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Same type of effect with uh, with uh, the ritual, but very well done. So, that's
1: awesome.
2: uh, yeah, I highly recommend watching that movie. And then uh, I'm about to read the book when I finish my Twilight Zone book. So, can't wait to jump into that. Nice. And and as far as watching anything else, uh, I think that's it. I'm trying to look around and see if I have any like any like. DVD cases or Blu ray places that uh, I've thrown down out of uh, anger for watching a movie. And I don't <laughs> see any right now. Cause, well, here's what happens I'll watch a movie and I'll throw it across. If I don't like it, I'll throw it across the room with stuff I'm going to sell. If I don't, if I like it, I'll put it up on the shelf and I don't see anything new on the shelf. So it's probably somewhere in the pile of stuff I'm going to sell. So there's that. <laughs> but I can so tell that, yeah, you,
3: can. yeah, I can tell you one thing I do want to watch. What's that? I would love to see a Nightmare Pro Wrestling animated series, at least for I would too. <laughs> well, uh, we we can kind of jump, jump in that
2: if you we kind of jump in that if you want to talk about uh your your project your baby basically yeah yeah
0: it's whew, that thing's taking forever to finish. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you kind of rebooted it, didn't you? You kind of like uh, started
0: it. Yeah, um, I finished the the original one like a long time ago. Um, Oh, I, I think it was around the time that I met you guys like at the, at conventions. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I, I met a friend, uh, I, I, I um, but this guy, and we became like close friends and he, um, he's kind of like a, a serial entrepreneur type, you know, and, uh, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's really into comics and everything like that. And we, we hit it off like right away. And, uh, it turns out that, uh, if he liked my stuff, and he was like, "Hey, mm-hmm. why don't we?" Uh, well, I guess I can say this because I mean things are still moving pretty slow, and we're not there yet. But he wanted to do, create like a a comic book company here in Austin.
1: Yeah,
0: and um, he's like, "We can start with nightmare pro wrestling, and see where we can go from there." And he has his own ideas. He's a creative guy too. Okay. <clears throat> um. So it took me like a year to finish each issue of the original nightmare pro wrestling. I remember. So, yeah. <laughs> I remember. So there's four, there's four issues of the original one. So that's four years of my life, <laughs> you
2: know, <laughs> and one trade. They're all collected. in one. Yeah. Trade. yeah. They're which all I collected in one trade, which I have.
0: And I have too, yeah. awesome. so, so we thought like, how can we speed things up? Mm-hmm. So we decided to go ahead and hire out some artists. Okay. And, uh, we hired out six artists and they did everything like in the span of like, like maybe four to six months uh-huh. and each one did a match. So each one pretty much did an issue. So that's yeah. six years in my time. Condensed <laughs> <laughs> down to one. Yeah. So, so that, that was nice. And uh, that, so that was like a cool experience to see like, their interpretation of like, uh, so I did all the design work. I did all the writing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. And we're just going to put together as, uh, as, uh, another trade, but then COVID happened. Yeah. And that just like, that slowed everything down. Like everything went down to a halt. Mm-hmm. Like he got busy with his business. Uh, no. I got busy with the kids no. and, um, I'm barely right now finishing up the, the trade and I'm putting the the pages together and hopefully, hopefully it'll, hopefully it'll be done before October. And then we can kind of do like a, Oh, you know, monster pro wrestling, October Halloween kind of thing and be like, Hey, nightmare pro wrestling has monsters in it. just Mm -hmm. in time for Halloween and push it out there and see, uh, who wants to pick it up and stuff. So,
2: well, have you thought about doing No, Let me uh, to kind of
0: get things off the ground, or
2: what was that? Say, so have you thought about doing like a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe to uh, kind of help progress things further? Or is that, yeah, like we want to do a Kickstarter
0: really or uh, an Indiegogo also and we'll see what happens. Um, he's mostly um, sticking with the business side of everything, but my yeah. friend's name is Ryan, just so I, I don't have to say that guy, my that friend, that guy,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, Ryan. TGR.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, but we uh, were talking about a plan like that, like where we would do like a, a, a Kickstarter to help fund like the next issues and stuff like that.
1: Yeah.
0: But um, yeah, that's further let me, down. Uh,
3: let me let me take advantage of this opportunity while we have you on this podcast. Man, I'm a fan of the Nightmare for Wrestling. I, I, I've read this trade like three times. It's in my first oh, book. And so. I love it. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a wonderful idea. I think that there's so much potential to market that in not just the book but in you know animated serial shorts or um you know, hell even like uh mini- miniatures and mystery minis or action figures or pop vinyls anything of that nature uh the designs lend themselves to something that's very bright and colorful and fun that people like right now you know we're in the we're just in this uh the crux of just uh, uh collect you know for lack of a better word collectomania which is the name of my uh my little collector store at the uh, marketplace antique mall you know, anyway um <laughs> we, uh, we um we're, we're, we're that renaissance fan. we're just nostalgia is mm-hmm. kicking ass because you know as much as the world sucks we want to buy back our childhoods so we're, we're buying all things that we love uh, anything mm-hmm. any version that we can get our hands on i think with your uh your property here man um I want to attribute somehow artistically if there's any way. Let me know because I think as yeah, sure, we're talking about it, my my thought is, man, wouldn't it be cool? Like if you did an indieGogo or Kickstarter, one of the tiers comes with a prepackaged uh, trading card set of like nine cards, and you know you have artists. I know a lot of artists in the, in the card industry. We could, you know, I could put you some really talented people. And you can do some interpretations and then even throw in a sketch part at a, a tier higher than that with a couple extra prints or a pen or Whatever the case may be. Um, I've always liked the character designs. So just saying, cute my shot here. If you want you know, some help. Oh, boy, yeah, man. Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> <triplets>. yeah, <laughs> let me know. So I'm going to throw my name out there. Um,
2: I'm <laughs> not going to draw anything on your comic. I'm not going to draw anything.
1: Character <laughs> card,
2: uh, but I will buy it if you put it out there because <laughs> I can do that.
3: That
0: that's
2: just
3: as good.
0: <laughs> I would I would
2: think.
3: <laughs> well, well, you well, got to guarantee yourselves, man. Yeah. Yeah, no.
2: well, one thing I will say this: uh, your idea when when I first saw your idea like long ago when you when you did the first version of it uh, mm-hmm. uh, of it, it, it was really well done. I like the story. I like the script and everything. Art was great. Uh, my thing. Was I think I made a comment to you one time? You kind of laughed at me when I said. And I said, "Have you thought about trying to do like a card game?" As you're yeah. kind of oh,
1: progressing man, with yeah. ideas
2: or anything like that, but it also kind of grows the brand. It grows. It grows your uh, what's the way of saying that your story out to where right. while you're waiting on a new issue, you have this you have a card game to play that's fun. Could be easy to make, or right. I, I don't yeah, want to say easy to make.
0: more. Yeah, don't,
2: don't want to say easy to make but it adds, <laughs> but adds more depth to your property to, to right. your, your story and everything. Well,
0: yeah. Well, I have this, this list, uh, and, uh, I guess you could also like call it like a plan of uh-huh. things that I want to work on that. It's just, man, just r- right now with like everything, <laughs> like, things are just yeah. moving so slow. I'm in this, I'm in this period in my life where like, uh, and I know it's like gonna last, um, uh, Aaron, yeah. I'm sure, you know, like with kids also, like oh, they, oh, they grow up. <laughs> oh, I know.
2: Hey, hey, Gwen is 10 years old. I've got eight more years left before she's out of the house. So I'm counting down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't get me wrong. I love my kids. I love my I kids. Love I, love my kids.
2: <laughs> I love my kids. I love them more when they're gone.
0: So. <laughs> but like, uh, like uh, being a, I guess you could even say like uh, me being like pretty much a stay at home dad yeah taking care of the baby most of the time like
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, prioritizing that and trying to get work done at the same time yeah and like with covid happening like i was homeschooling the kids so that was hard yeah and then now um the school year started again and now they're going to school again so now i have Mm -hmm. a little bit more time but i would like to do like uh like chris was saying like i would like to do like animated shorts and i've even Mm -hmm. kind of started that
2: okay and
0: uh, there's like some other um ideas like um from out of nowhere like uh i I told my sister like she likes making like puppets and dolls and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and i was like hey would you be interested in doing a a puppet of one of my announcer characters and then i could use that like to promote the comic or something like that you know kind of like a like a sean mooney from back in the day you know like yeah he's at the desk and be like, Oh, the next pay-per-view, this is what's going on. Right. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, just, uh, that would be fun. Just let me know. And then like, she did it on her own and she surprised me with like this giant puppet. (laughs) uh, I hope to use at some point, but, um, uh but, uh, but yeah, there's, there's things that I'm working on that are slowly getting done. (laughs) Hopefully eventually. Also, man,
3: like, if you so, it sounds like you're taking this anime short thing pretty serious. Um, let me know if you need some voice acting done. I work very yeah. <laughs> I sure. Well,
1: and
3: we know, like we know Joe Bosano.
2: We know Joe Bosano, who does voice work.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, um, I've been uh, also just wanting to figure out like a way to maybe even set up like a like a pitch bible and yeah. be able like to pitch it out see if anybody would be interested or something like that so um, well,
2: okay well here's your pitch right now if you're okay say like all uh, our listeners haven't have never heard of nightmare for wrestling uh, Just describe it to them like you know what is that nightmare oh, nightmare no, wrestling on the spot uh on the spot <laughs> if you, well, like, well, if you want to use the original storyline that you used back then for the first trade go ahead and use that because i know what nightmare for wrestling is chris okay. knows what nightmare for wrestling is but there's probably somebody out there that hasn't heard of it that might want to Like look into it
0: okay well it's pro wrestling monsters trying to become the nightmare pro wrestling champion with all the fun wrestling drama that comes along with like wrestling Mm -hmm. but it's very wrestling focused like this new this new iteration is like whereas the original version it was like a story of a tag team and all their adventures that they go through to try to become tag team champions yeah this one is uh, this one is told like a wrestling show. So okay. it's inter- an introduction like, uh, okay, here's our matches. Here's our championship matches. And this next iteration, it's like uh, the the world heavyweight champion, Van yeah. Hellion, who's like this, like a uh, uh, Baphomet kind of character. He's the world <laughs> champion. Yes. He's yes. fighting against his rival, Big Drac, who's this big pumped up Dracula. And yep. then we have the tag team champs who are Grave and Lobo or who are from the original comic. Yeah. Uh, defending their tag team championships against uh, the Pumpkin Boys, who are these like, uh, like, almost like, <laughs> like, uh, how would I describe them? Like, um, not evil, <laughs> but uh, they're the bad guys. You yeah. Know, they're a little bit more like uh, cheating and stuff like that. And then uh we also have a, a women's title that we work on
1: yeah
0: and uh uh what ends up happening is like the one of the characters in the women's division puts out a challenge and then the the women's champion ends up answering yeah and, uh, yeah I need to I need to work on that pitch for this next iteration <laughs>
2: <laughs> well it's it's a good story I mean uh, a com- it was a combination of your art. And your the the theme that which kind of drew me into it because I saw it like when I remember wrestling. Well, first of all, I'm just going to say it straight up. At the time, wrestling and comic book conventions were not very you know it, it was very uh, separate groups. You didn't yeah. really see a lot of wrestling at comic book conventions. You didn't res- really see a lot of comic books or comic theme stuff at wrestling shows. So they're kind of their their own separate. Uh, groups and for a while if you saw anything at wrestling anything wrestling at a comic convention it was like one or two at a time if any at all uh and i gave a statement uh a few weeks ago with uh when i was talking about daphne where her booth at her high spots booth at wizard world texas was the only thing wrestling at wizard world at period there's nothing else and she had a table or a booth with only wrestling. So seeing your table, nightmare pro wrestling wrestling already grabs my attention. And I think we talked for like two hours uh, (laughs) just because it was wrestling. Yeah. Uh, And I I finally felt like finally somebody else, you know, has a similar interest. So, uh, and the art was great. Uh, And in reading the book, uh, which is, which is a lot of fun. And Chris said he read it a few times. I've read it once or twice, uh, and it's just been fun because uh, because you have that that really good style. You have that that very unique style that goes along with it. And so when I look at your book, it reminds me much of like, um, kind of like a like kind of like a Pixar esque style with like the with the body types and everything, mm-hmm. but done very old school comic booky with like the coloring and the shading and all of that. So it's, it's very different. And that's what, I don't like that. I like that style. There's a, and if I want to do a comparison and this is going to show my age and show how much of a nerd I am, there's a comic book series that was back in the early two thousands called my monkey's name is Jennifer. And (laughs) the style of that comic was very reminiscent in your work because it was, it was very well done, very smart, not simple, but you know, had basic, uh, palettes to it so right uh it was just different it was just very different and uh that's kind of uh what i got that, that's kind of what drew me in and it was a lot of fun but uh i have to ask though so who did you base the characters off of because yeah. uh, I, I can see a, i can f- see a few similarities with like the, the monster designs but as far mm-hmm. as wrestler uh personalities uh who did you kind of uh go after with mm-hmm. your designs?
1: Hold on. Let me. Let me. Let me.
2: My daughter. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. She. She woke up and she's. She's just been here chilling. Um. No. Uh. With the original ones. Um.
1: Hold on.
0: I need to talk. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she's asleep, under, she's the asleep the under the desk.
2: Oh, she's under oh, the desk. desk.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, um let me see. The, first, the first the first version of the comics, you know, I can't I can't remember who exactly I let's see. I don't know if I really based them on anybody specifically. Mm-hmm. Um I think their their personalities are like kind of like those wrestling archetypes, like you have like the the angry guy, you have the the technical guy, you have yeah, the, the yeah. high flyer. Yeah. Uh, those kind of things, and uh, I think I took like bits and pieces, like from certain characters, and just uh, uh, created like my own character, like uh, together, like with the first Oh, there's the other baby.
2: Someone watching *Malignant*. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's <was> watching *Malignant*.
3: <laughs> when John's not working on comics, he's making babies. Let's be honest, guy. That's the way life is right now. Oh man, he's some he's people collect comics. Masters of the Universe toys, John collects uh Offspring. <laughs> um Well <let's> see.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> something about babies. <laughs> oh yeah, like yeah, we're not writing comics for making babies. Uh no. Uh, <laughs> let's see. <sighs> trying to think of like I, I think with the 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 first version, a lot of the characters were more based like on uh, some of the wrestlers like of that time that I enjoyed. Like, <clears throat> you know, I I honestly can't think of like anybody right now. Okay. But there's definitely just like some some inspiration like from definitely like like. 80s wrestling, some early 90s stuff. Yeah. Uh, what what characters do you think like like th- did you think that I had inspired them by? Well,
2: like- obviously, L- L- Lord Drak was very Brock Lesnar
0: esque oh that's true there you go now no, 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 i'm getting my mind going yeah that guy's been that guy was inspired by by brock like at first like uh mm-hmm. i tried my the original design was kind of was just like a, it's just like this big muscular baby looking yeah. character yeah it was yeah. like yeah he was inspired by uh by brock for sure um, especially with the chest tattoo and the veins yeah yeah the chest tattoo yeah <laughs> that one was a little brock lesnar and hordak kind of yeah idea yeah um there's a there's a character uh maldito that's like a a technical wrestler and that guy uh he has pieces of like like uh i would say like um like pete dunn and some Zack sabre jr in there yeah um drawing style <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah there's bits and pieces like um this, the newer version of Logo Engraved, there's a little uh, DIY kind of in there, okay. you know, okay. like that kind of relationship. Yes. try to, you definitely try to create. You definitely see that. And um, and uh, let's see, uh, who else, was oh, and, and the Pumpkin Boys, for sure, there's white family inspired stuff there.
1: Yeah.
0: There's like, uh, you have the, the leader that's all cryptic with his, the way he talks and you're like, what is he talking about? <laughs> and then he has his followers and everything like that which I feel like in the WWE they never really capitalized like a lot on that they and didn't. this is, this is going to be kind of be like my version of that a little bit yeah But um, let's see uh, you got
2: I'm just going to say this, your original interpretation of Lobo, uh, I honestly thought that was a mix of uh, Terry Funk and Mankind or Terry <laughs> Funk and the Foley combined because of the is attitude the of like, being werewolf, unsure. Was it the
3: werewolf guy? Yeah. yeah no, it was the werewolf werewolf guy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. Cool.
0: he was uh in the original version he was a lot more cowardly. In this version, he he's uh he's a little bit more he doesn't want to take chances, and then his tag team partner, Grave, is the one that takes the chances.
1: Yes.
0: Ah. So, yeah. <laughs>
2: so so back then it w- it was like it was like funk and uh and foley. Now it's like RK
0: Bro. <laughs> yeah, something like that. So maybe not, <laughs> not, not as obnoxious.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, not, yeah, not as obnoxious. Uh, but yeah, uh, the characters are great. I know I've always kind of harassed you, but hey, I know. Uh, how about in the audience? You have a guy with a backwards hat and some sweet sideburns <laughs> and a pair of aviator glasses, uh, just to kind of you know wink, wink, nod, nod to a
1: <laughs>
2: one, one, one of your super fans
0: out there. Well, I remember say. you pointed out that uh, there was a character there that kind of looked like you. <laughs> and uh i was like oh well yeah you can say that like but I, I didn't draw that that issue or that panel and i was just like okay yeah let's let's go with that that one that was there
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you, like you open up a patreon you know to help uh fund this and if you put in like a five dollar amount or a ten dollar amount you could be in the audience
0: yeah now that, that's in the that's in the plans too, <laughs> that's in the plans too. Dope, man. yeah yeah patreon's well, definitely, yeah. definitely there and um uh, maybe some like more videos. Like I had been doing like, um, I don't know if you guys remember the Monday night draws I was doing for a while. Yes, I do. Yeah. I've been thinking about like kind of doing something like that, but not as time consuming and maybe more focusing just like on single matches and just like, mm-hmm. just kind of just to like expand the marketing a little bit and be like, Oh, this guy also likes wrestling. Yeah, and he does a wrestling comic, you know. But I,
2: I still have your uh, CM Punk versus Brock Lesnar, Hulk. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, Hulk 8, 181. Right, uh, the cover. Yeah. The cover. Yeah. I still have that hanging on my wall.
0: So yeah, it, it's weird, like, like I, and I, I. don't know, I'm not saying I was the the originator of like the the comic book. I mean not the comic book, the, the wrestling prints at conventions. Uh-huh. But I feel like suddenly we're seeing like this influx of like all of this fan art that has to do with like wrestling that that yes. I love, you know, like like uh you didn't see it much. Like uh, maybe I'm dating myself now, like you didn't see it much like four or five years ago, you know. No, like, you didn't. And, right, and all right. of a sudden there's like uh all these younger artists that are like you see them mm-hmm loving pro wrestling and they're really good artists. And they decide like to, to make like art prints and fan art and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, Oh, that's, that's great.
2: Well, I know you had art prints. You had wrestling art prints. Uh, I think what also helped was, was it named Rob Schoenberger, the WWE guy?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: He started doing prints and shirts mm-hmm. and all that. He started out as fan art. And then you have people like Gary Pullen doing like Piper fan art, or Piper wrestling fan art. Mm-hmm. And then WrestleMania matches, like poster prints and people people copy what what sells and those sold and those to become a thing now like no now it's everywhere you see you know people independent artists or you know teenage artists pop up on instagram with uh tracings that get shared by uh the wrestlers themselves yeah interaction (laughs) you have had that with uh the new day with, uh, oh yeah, yeah. With some, with some uh, stuff.
0: Have I, have I told you guys? Um, that there was like almost a chance that uh, I would have done the Budios uh, we, artwork on the we, box. We, we oh talked about
2: God. that. The whenever we made that trip to uh, Austin a few years ago. Uh-huh. Uh And we met up at the the barbecue place. We talked about. It. You did tell me about that.
0: Oh, man, that. <laughs> And then seeing seeing the giant box like at WrestleMania that one time, yeah. I was like, "Oh, that could have been my heart." Well, if you want to, if you want to oh, say you see man. it on the show,
2: you want to talk about, it, you want to talk about it on the show.
0: Oh like, yeah, sure. It was really um, cool. Uh, Austin um, uh, Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods. Yeah, he he contacted me on Twitter because I had done this Ginyu Force uh, inspired version of the New Day doing the Ginyu Force po- poses from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, hey man, um, would I be interested in doing a, a design for them for Budios? That's like the cereal they're going to be doing because they they've been they had just started doing the Budios thing, saying the Budios thing. And I was yeah. like, I was like, yeah, man, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, um, you know, we talked about pricing and stuff like that, and uh, what happened, like. I I put together like some quick mock-ups and he 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 loved it. But then he's like, hey man, that that he talked to the office and that they can't use somebody that's not working for the WWE. Yes. That it, it has to be like in-house or something. I
2: know like that. that. I know I, I definitely know that. I definitely know that personally.
0: Yeah, and he he's like, saying, sorry, man. And I'm like, right. no, no problem. And he's like, uh, that he'll still he'll still promote my artwork and mm-hmm. that he'll share it. But that, uh, yeah, that he apologized that they couldn't use my work. And I was just like, oh, no worries, man.
3: <laughs> Did you still get um, paid? Uh, yeah. I got it paid it for was sure. Yeah. To, it was sweet of him to reach out to you and, and, to, and to let you know that he wanted to do it. But, yeah, man, that sounds about uh, par for the course for the house that <laughs> Vince Man built.
2: Yeah. yeah. I, I, I've had, I have a similar story to that.
3: But, I but yeah,
2: I remember your artwork. Um, the Monday Night Draws were always great. I loved the the White Family one you did. I thought that was one of my favorites. Yeah, those were dope. Yeah. But, and, and I and I say this because it was great. I loved it overall. And I think I joked with you. Is like, dude, what happened to Bray Wyatt's knees? What happened to oh, his legs? Because
0: yeah. he looked like the penguin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's there's that one part where they beat up John Cena and they're all standing over him and Bray Wyatt's on his knees like that, stretched out. And yeah, like. I didn't draw the back of his legs. So if you
3: look at it a certain way, it looks like he's this tiny person. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no.
1: <laughs>
3: you know, man, I, I know you said you haven't been watching AEW, but once you start, man, you could really do a whole new uh it, it wouldn't be Monday night draw to do uh you know, draw draw on the mic. Wednesday night draw the mic. You know what I mean? Or <laughs> Pretty yeah. that?
0: hey, let's uh yeah, let's uh let's talk wrestling real quick. Uh I saw the pay per view. Because I had to see all, that all like, out. with Punks first, first match. Yeah. Yes. Then oh. after that, like with all the debuts and everything, I'm like, oh man, this is like <laughs> this is wrestling, you know? Like that I got is. excited and everything like that. Let's like, just yeah. like. So yeah, that's why I'm tr- gonna be trying to get all those uh, free trials. <laughs> uh-huh. <Of laughs> so so... isn't
3: it, is it nice to be a fan of wrestling again and actually enjoy it? Yeah. yeah. It feels good. Like to we have fun, imagined. enjoy
0: it. To not to not groan and kind of be
3: like ah. oh, exactly. so, so out of,
2: I think I think there's like five five debuts that pay per view. well one return and five debuts or four debuts. Which was your favorite? Or if you have a favorite, if you can even think of or you say a favorite.
0: That that CM Punk one man, like when I saw that it was just like you can you can ask my wife like I saw it on my phone at first. Uh-huh and then the next day I had to watch it like on the TV. <laughs> and I just, like, I sent it over to the TV, and I was just like, it, in my opinion, like, when, when CM Punk was, like, in the WWE, it was him and John Cena. Like, sometimes it was Punk up here, like, at the top, John Cena just below him. Sometimes it was John at the top, and Punk just mm-hmm. right below him. Like, they were the, CM Punk was, like, the, the anti-John Cena, and I think that's what works so well, mm-hmm. you know?
2: Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Um, my thing with, during that time period, because you had people getting over everybody, was like there are a lot of people getting over there. You had Bray White getting over, CM Punk getting over, Daniel Bryan getting over, all these people getting over. My only issue is that as soon as somebody started getting over, Cena immediately entered himself into their storyline, their matches or whatever. And it felt like he was kind of just inserting himself in there to keep up with the Hype of whoever's doing it. What
0: well, points? I also feel like that CM Punk moment when he came back and they turned him face, and yeah. it didn't work as well because they also had Lorenitus as kind of. I, I compared it to the dynamic of like, oh, the cool rebellious kid going up against the school principal, and I was just yeah. kind of like, and, and there was no payoff because you know,
2: Lorenitus didn't fight. Lorenitus was was retired. Yeah. And so so there was no payoff for that um but it's uh man back then uh, it was so good to watch it to hear the chance but now it's with them in aw and you can really tell that they're happy that they're, that's- it's,
0: it's uh i was gonna say it's it's genuine and i feel yes. like fans can he can feel like that genuine like yes oh yeah 100 that real like that real fire you know like as soon as that music starts everybody goes crazy he comes out you can tell like he's really happy to be there that the tears and everything like that. Yeah. The promo. Like, I was just like, yeah, man, like that's wrestling, you know, that's what wrestling does.
2: Yes. is. Uh, I'm going to say my, I'm going to say my favorite debut only because this person broke character on, on their way out was Ruby Soho. You could tell she was supposed to be this. I wasn't supposed to smile. She was supposed to be serious and all that. (laughs) And she couldn't stop smiling and like being happy. And she's supposed to be like this, kind of punk rocker runaway. And she comes out and the people are chanting for her. They're cheering and she breaks character. So she turns her back to show the back and you can tell she's trying to get serious. She's trying to pump herself up to get serious again. And she can't hold it in. She's like smiling and having fun and doing all of that. Kind of yeah. like, well, kind of like what Daniel Bryan does. Like when he's supposed to be serious, but he starts mm-hmm. smiling. because yeah. He's having fun. <laughs> uh, but Ruby Soho's debut, I thought was great. That, that was something that um, I'm glad that she's experiencing. I'm glad that she's finally getting, her spotlight uh,
3: mm-hmm. with
2: you know another company. I'm glad I'm glad that's
3: finally happening for her. I really am. Yeah, yeah absolutely man. She's 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 got the look, she's got the the attitude, she's you know kind of like she's like a female, yeah, she's got the ability we're kind of like you know like a female CM Punk, man, almost I mean you yeah. have to make that uh that low hanging fruit assumption, but like she's got that anti establishment feel. And god damn it if, if if the rest of the wrestling uh, community right now isn't all about that. I don't know what they're about because you're we, talking about anti-establishment, man. I, I think people are just so over the whole WWE watered down bullshit. And, and WWE is not for us anymore. It's not. The, I mean, it's I not. get that. I'm okay with that. I am fine with the fact they are not doing anything for my 40-year-old ass. I know it's for 10-year-olds with parents who have money. I get it. So, I can't see. You know. I
0: can't see a young wrestler or a young person Watching AEW and not being inspired to be like, oh, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Like I understand if you're a kid and you watch WWE and that being your gateway to wrestling, mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, Roman Reigns and all this other stuff, yay. But then when you see AEW as you grow up, you realize, oh, this is what wrestling is, and yes. that's what mm-hmm. I want to do. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah. Vince doesn't want to Vince doesn't want to admit that, you know. AEW is coming on strong and is destroying the quote-unquote demographic that he's going for because I know, I mean, it's it's anybody with a brain can see they're trying to get a next-generation audience. But what they're failing to realize is that 18-49 demographic, not all of them are bringing their kids to WWE shows like they're hoping they would. I mean, some of them Mm -hmm. are, and they're creating that bonding experience. And you know what, when I have my own kids and they want to go to wrestling shows and I will, I will stomach it because I know they'll love it. And it'll create right. you know a thing for them them and I, but like no man, like uh, mm-hmm. the eighteen forty nine demographic is not there. they're not watching it, they don't give a shit, and I well, well, mean
2: well got John got asked, do your kids watch wrestling with you or do they watch wrestling?
0: They do uh my oldest, who is eight, she mm-hmm. watches it. I've taken her to shows, and yeah. Uh, yeah, she loves it, like she was in that whole. NXT Bailey Sasha Banks thing and that era. Like yes. Bailey Bailey was her wrestler. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Oh, oh <laughs> Gwen, the same thing happened with Gwen, right? Yeah, like Bailey is Gwen's
2: all-time favorite. Nobody will ever replace Bailey. Bailey is her, her, her favorite. Sasha is her second favorite only because Sasha was in the Mandalorian. And my daughter is no. <laughs> a huge Star Wars fan right now. She's been she's been in Star Wars from for the last two years. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Well, and Sasha's her favorite because of Star Wars, because of Mandalorian.
0: I, I don't watch the main shows anymore. Mm-hmm. And, like, I haven't watched them for a very long time. And I still watch it. Well, I used to watch NXT. <laughs> <laughs> let's, see, let's see how it goes. Yeah. But uh, I would watch it, and then uh, she would watch it with me. And she's like, hey, where's Baby?
1: Yeah. And
0: I'm yeah. like, well, Baby's not here anymore. Mm-hmm. She's on the, the main shows. And she's like, what's the main shows? And I'm like, you, you <laughs> don't want to know. And then... Uh, I showed her what Bailey looks like now and she wasn't impressed. Oh, she, okay. you know, like I showed her like, Oh, she cut her hair. She's a bad guy. And there's yeah. all this other stuff. She's just kind of like, Heartbreaking. Oh, I I her, her.
3: Man.
0: yeah, I liked her before. And I was just like, yeah, I understand. <laughs> I'll, John, I'll was like,
3: John was like, uh, that old man from uh, Pet Cemetery. You don't want to go down that road now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll
2: just say this. Look, so when Bailey became the heel, when she cut her hair and all that, my daughter did not watch that SmackDown live. She didn't watch it live when it aired. I, had sh- I showed her the next day we were getting set up for a toy show. <laughs> so went with me. And I, w- I was like, Gwen, I need to show you something because we're at a toy show. And people are selling wrestling figures. People are going to be talking because of what happened. I need you to show you something. And she goes, and, and she goes, what happened? I said, it's about Bailey. I need, to, I need, I need you to watch this. So, she so I showed is. her the Bailey entrance where Bailey comes out with her new haircut, and she kills the inflatable men. And if you've ever want to see an eight year old heartbreak, that's what oh. happened. But funny thing is the next day I was like, when do you like Bailey still? Yeah. I still like her. She's cool.
3: Didn't <laughs> oh, wow. change.
2: Didn't change. <laughs> Didn't change. Ride or die, man. Ride or die. Yeah. Didn't change. But she was upset that the, that the inflatable men were no longer a part of her entrance, but she, but yeah, she'll yeah. go around here. Sometimes on this cart. She'll call her brother. Ding dong. Uh, to go along with right. the, uh, the, the, the saying, we have, to kind of get, we have to kind of get out of her after her for doing that. Cause you know, we, we don't want our kids to fight. Um, but Baylor's her ride or die, but with AEW, she doesn't watch WWE anymore. She won't watch it with me. She'll say, what's on? I'm like watching SmackDown. Oh, that's okay. And she'll walk away. AEW's mm-hmm. on. She sticks around and watches it. You know, the Bucks, Lucha Brothers, Orange Cassidy, Sheeta. She loves the character. She loves the people. Britt Baker. She loves Britt Baker. She hates the fact that she keeps bleeding all the time, but she loves Britt Baker. So, <laughs> yeah, the characters I, uh, are there.
0: there. There was a there was a AEW show here in Austin, like uh, before COVID, and mm-hmm. I, I took my daughter uh, to go watch it. And right away, she was like enamored by a lot of the wrestlers. Like <laughs> she, uh, Orange Cassidy was one. Uh, yeah. Jungle Boy was another one. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Who else was she, she was just like uh, Rico? She liked Rico also. Yeah. She thought yeah. she thought she was a little kid. She's like, why is that little kid wrestling in the? Ring? I, <laughs> that,
2: Gwen, Gwen said the same thing. Gwen said the same thing. Yeah,
0: yeah but um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Like seeing it like from from their point of view, also, right? Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: they're gonna grow up with like with that and. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Um, oh no, just got a just got a text message. That's it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and, and seeing like how they feel like that they had to change NXT, which I feel for a long time was like the, the best wrestling show it on was. TV. Like mm-hmm. it was. And like uh, the the arena, I didn't hate it. Like mm-hmm. it looked Kind of reminded me of like WCW's, like what was it like when they were filming in Orlando? Uh,
3: Saturday night, WCW Saturday night.
0: Yeah, like like that kind of thing, like the stage or NWA power, except with a bigger okay. budget. It felt like.
3: <laughs> yeah right.
0: But um, I don't know about all these uh, generic, you know, local talent-looking guys that come out, and you're just like, wait, you guys look exactly the same. <laughs> or, uh I feel like names are very important. Like when yes. you're a creator, like like you gotta come up with like some good names that uh people that'll stand out and that people will, will like. Mm-hmm. And I don't know like how you can mess up like Rex Steiner. That's like oh. so good. Like, why yeah. would you change it? something that doesn't roll off the tongue? Like there there, there are two things
2: in wrestling. There are two breaker. things in wrestling. Two things in wrestling Dude. characters and legacies. And if you have a legacy, even if they're terrible, you can turn that around to be something else. But he is a Steiner that looks like a Steiner. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't get what they're doing the same thing to him that they did with Curtis Axel.
3: Yeah. <laughs> what a what a marketing whiff, dude. Like you could just like yeah. the action figures alone, like you did like a legacy 3-pack or whatever. You know what I mean? The Steiner Brothers and Rex Steiner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um I think I think uh, Bruce Richard was like you know you know boss. Uh, uh, what's real popular in comic books is you know Peter Parker and Bruce Banner and Reed Richards. He's like oh yeah, then uh, uh, I really miss uh, Braun. Uh, so let's do some with Brawn.
0: I'm
3: on, I'm on, I'm on a breakdown. Braun breaker. I am
0: like Braun Breaker. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like yeah, you already had a Brawn. Like come
3: on. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, we we didn't forget. At this point, I oh, want yeah. Nicholas to be. We're just gonna throw people out there. Bring Nicholas back.
0: <laughs> but
3: I mean, well, that other guy was that
0: other guy, Von Von Wag, Von Wagner, Von Wagner.
3: He's Von Wagner with the caveman. Uh, <laughs> that that guy the yeah. eyebrow.
0: Yeah, it's very much like the 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 whole purpose that oh uh, I've heard of a forehead, but that guy has a five head,
3: bro. <laughs> when he came out, I told my wife I was like. You know, you see those statues at the museum of people who were like, you know, back in the day were, you know, shipping out statues in, in, in stone. It <laughs> kind of has like this protruding, like the, the artist did good with everything else. It just couldn't nail, uh, just couldn't nail eyebrows or uh, <laughs> yeah. foreheads. It just couldn't, couldn't very, quite hit. Uh, very, harness it.
0: <laughs> very great Kali-esque. It kind of reminded me. Of. Oh like, like my a, God.
3: Oh, yeah. A mini great interesting, Kali. Interesting side note. You, you're seeing that picture. Uh, It's, it's Google all the time. Like, uh, uh a great colleague and like he's like sitting in a hot tub with a waterfall behind him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, that was the gym I to work out at a couple of years ago and I would oh, yeah. go in there. Yeah. It was at a lifetime fitness and, uh, he'd just be in there chilling, man. Like if he wasn't doing cardio on a bike, he was sitting in that damn pool. So like a handful of times I was, I was sitting in the same hot tub with him just so I could be like low key, you know, marking out like, Oh, at least it's, you
1: know,
3: it's a wrestler, <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's 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 crazy. It, it's, Punjabi it's, hot tub.
2: Like I, I'm still like just like he's a Steiner.
1: Yeah,
0: he's well, a with. Steiner. Yeah. Do
2: the math. There's know. not that many of them.
0: He <laughs> he already he does look very much like a star already, and I don't know why he he would, why you yeah. wouldn't give him that extra thing. Like
3: I don't know. Yeah, he he fits the principal principal Vince type. Just you don't have to. It ain't broke, don't fix it. That one wasn't broken. Yeah. I mean, yeah. okay,
2: okay. Imagine if Legion of Doom's animals, his son, fails in the NFL and becomes a wrestler, and you pair him up with Rex Steiner. Those oh two God. people would be the baddest dudes in the room just because of their mm-hmm. their, their 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 heritage, their legacy. They, 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 a Steiner and a and a road warrior. I mean, come on, that, that's booking. Finding
3: itself. The
0: there's also that weird booking with uh him uh going over on um LA Knight which Mm -hmm. I mean you know I'm not the. I mean I don't hate the guy like I don't hate LA Knight like as a character right Mm -hmm. but it's kind of weird that he was in the main event and it seems like why would you diminish the character when he's in the main event where like oh okay because all of a sudden, you're like, you make him the loser. Yeah. So you, your mind kind of goes two ways. It goes to basic Vince McMahon booking where it's like, okay, this guy's either going to win the title at the end somehow <laughs> because he lost the first match or they're just going to leave him as the person that's going to take the pin at the end because he's kind of like the loser character. But I don't understand why you would want to diminish the character if he's in the main event because – I feel like it would be better if you were just like, I mean, it's basic writing, right? Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like make it look like there's a possibility that this guy is going to, going to win, you know, like, Oh, he's a top contender. He, there's a possibility yeah. that he'll yeah. win. Like, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I,
2: I don't, well, I think the, here's a problem I hear with, with LA night and it's the same problem that's happened before with people who've gotten super over an impact who are great talkers, great characters. Fully developed characters over there in Impact. They come to WWE or they get it back, they come to NXT, go to Vince has control over them, and they get murdered. EC3 mm-hmm. is a big example.
0: Yeah. I mean, oh.
2: And I see LA Knight getting the EC3 treatment. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he, he EC3 mm-hmm. was over when he came over. Yeah. He was over. I mean, people loved him. People were wanting him to do big things, and nothing happened.
0: And he's got that look, and that yeah. one was that one was also mind boggling a little bit. We're just like, I don't know how you could mess that up, but
2: yeah, like yeah, how could you mess up EC three? I mean, it, it it just it doesn't make sense.
0: And I, I see kind of the same no, thing no, happening no, with no. LA Knight. Yeah. So. He's he's grown on me. Like when he first came out, I was just like, Who's this guy? He cuts promos like the way I would probably cut promos if I was Ooh, uh, LA Knight? Yeah, and I don't I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh no!
2: Go back, go back and watch his Eli Drake stuff in TNA. Okay, he, he was amazing. He had the he had the dummy button where he would just call people dummy and say yeah after it. You know, dummy, no. yeah, and he would <laughs> just do it. And it was so it was it was a great gimmick where uh, he had a talking segment where he would just call people dummies and he would hit a dummy hit a button and it would say dummy yeah, and
0: <laughs> it would keep doing it. And it, it was just great. It was
2: just really yeah. Brilliant.
0: He won me over when he was feuding with a, <clears throat> was it a Bronson Reed, I think. And Bronson Reed had his jacket. Yeah. And then uh, LA Knight was like in the ring and he was like yelling at him. He's like, what are you doing? You're too big. That doesn't fit you. Like, <laughs> take it off. Like, he was, like I was just like, oh, okay. This guy. Yeah. Okay. I'm on board.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Like, well, yeah. LA Knight or Eli Drake. That's another stupid name. They changed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eli Drake was so good. Um, La Knight reminds me of British
3: Knight the shoes. So in La, La Knight. And, and, I think of
2: years. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he would. Eli Drake, just go watch the, his promos and from TNA. Go watch the the stuff he would do in TNA. He was just so good, and mm. he comes to NXT. People, I was excited when he came to NXT. I'm like, great, he's there. He's he's gonna he's gonna do something big, and he's kind of just floundered in yeah. the mid-card and not doing anything and he's one of their best talkers. He it, it's it's criminal. Vince yeah. is a <laughs> yeah. Vince is a bad, bad person. He is criminal. So I
0: yeah yeah I, I think be. I actually might be done with like uh nxt and uh, it's sad to say you know like yeah it, um, it is
2: that was one the show
0: of, one of my favorite wrestlers like modern wrestlers is Pete Dunn uh-huh. And seeing him on the show, it's just kind of like, oh, man, I, I hope you do all right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, seriously. I
2: mean, the, uh. like years ago, uh, Chris and come over, we'd, we'd have this thing called, like a get together called the Winston that Wrestling, where we uh-huh. would come over and watch NXT, watch SmackDown, watch Impact. I think that was it. And, or maybe ROH if it came on, if we were able to record it. Uh, and we watch, we like, we make like a five-hour wrestling block of just watching wrestling every Wednesday night because of NXT, and it got to a point where we're like, okay, who's who from Impact is coming over? Oh, they got Samoa Joe debuting, great. James Storm's debuting, great. Eric Young's coming over, even better. So, and we were we were enjoying watching it because we get to see these people kind of flourish in WWE. And now I'm to the point where if somebody gets signed in NXT or in WWE, I'm like, no, please don't. I, I, I don't. They're, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're going to kill your character. They're going to. They're, they're going to destroy you. I mean, Jonah, aka Bronson Reed,
3: mm-hmm.
2: I thought he was great. Then he got the. Yeah. Then he got that stupid DJ Khalid haircut, and I'm <laughs> like, what the hell happened? And how can wait, wait, wait a minute? How can Bronson Reed? lose to Cameron Grimes, somebody who's like a quarter of his weight. Doesn't yeah. make sense.
0: I, I always liked his name too, like Jonah. Like what was his name? Jonah Jonah Rock?
2: Yeah, Jonah Rock.
0: Yeah, Jonah I liked Rock. his name also. Yeah. Like his original name.
2: But yeah, I mean some <sighs> of these people already have great names coming in. And and I'll admit some of them did need new names. Coming. Yeah. yeah. They, they they needed it. But others didn't. I mean Kenta didn't need a new name. Kenta was no. Yeah. That was it. I mean, you heard the name Kenta, you knew somebody was going to get their head kicked off. So Are,
0: are you guys watching NXT
2: UK? I haven't watched NXT UK. I haven't watched I
3: really know. I want to. I, to I need to I need to make a concerted effort to watch it. it I know it's going to be I, I would say it's the
0: best show that they're putting out like right now. It's it's I mean, it's well, you not know. it's not you don't have original, choice. It's not original NXT, but The thing I loved about the original NXT is that it all happened in this microcosm of wrestling where everything was wrestling, you know, like whatever happened uh, that wasn't in the ring, they were in back training. They were, you know, they were in the locker rooms. Everything happened within the wrestling realm. Yeah. And this new NXT, it's, you know, people going to restaurants, people having weddings, people, you know, like all this other stuff. (laughs) Uh, uh, yeah, but well, uh, there, I mean, one there's of the best a lot of fe- good stuff.
2: Yeah, I mean, one of the best feuds was Undisputed Era versus Sanity. That was a great feud.
0: Yeah, that was awesome. There, there's yeah. a a lot of good stuff happening on NXT UK uh, that I, I've really been enjoying. Like, I feel like they don't put the <clears throat> that like maybe maybe Vince isn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of cool stuff happening on there where, like, uh, there's some of my favorite matches have happened there. Like Okay. Um, uh, well, Walter's there, and Walter's been, like, killing it over there for a while. And
3: that Walter Dragunov match, uh, the fir- that first match?
0: Uh-huh. I yeah. saw
3: that. That was a freaking barn burner.
0: There's um, him against Rampage Brown happened a while back, and that one's also just, like, two big guys just kicking the crap out of each other and you're just like man <laughs> yeah there's a uh, uh mustache mountain is all is there too and they're I, I like those guys a lot and they they've been having like some pretty good matches there too like uh, they
3: are awesome.
0: they're they are pretty good Trent Trent seven against um what's his name um Eddie Dennis, he's just, I don't know if you guys know who he is. He's, he's, he's like this tall, skinny guy, <clears throat> but they had this, uh, uh, steel four corners match where they mm-hmm. took off the turnbuckles of all the, 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 you know, they took off the turnbuckles and left them exposed. And it's kind of like a hardcore match. Yeah. And they were doing like some crazy stuff. Like, like Eddie Dennis would pick him up like for a razor's edge on the outside and he tossed mm-hmm. him onto the ring steps, you know? And you're like, Oh man, like, And then Trent Seven does a uh, burning hammer uh, through the announce table, Mm -hmm. and it it just looks like man, like that. Yeah, they're they're getting away with like some pretty cool stuff there. You guys should check it out.
1: Okay, that's weird.
0: The newer stuff because there's still no crowd. Really? Oh man! Yeah, but uh, they still have like some really good matches.
3: Okay. That Tyler well, Bate elite figure is, is one of the things I wanted to get. I still haven't gotten that as a wrestling figure collector. Uh, and mm-hmm. I would love to get a Trent seven to have a mustache around, uh
0: set. Yeah. Yeah. I've been waiting for them to do a Trent seven and they still haven't done one yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They haven't yet. Yeah. <laughs> Just give it time.
2: Just give it time. So, so as we're talking about this, I have to ask like, what is your uh, top three current favorite wrestlers? Like current active, not uh, active wrestlers top three, top three right now. Who, like, who do you enjoy watching?
0: You watch oh, the show, and I, see them British strong style. Right now, I have, I've, I have yet <laughs> to see a bad match of those guys. Okay, They're probably on my top right now. Um, like Pete Dunn, Trent Seven, and Tyler B. Like, okay, uh, I've enjoyed all of their matches. They're okay. a lot of my favorite matches, like modern favorite matches, are yeah. with them in it.
2: With them in it, okay.
0: Yeah. Fair enough.
2: All, all w, uh, NXT UK. That's yeah. Awesome. <laughs> that's, no, that's fine. Uh, I, a He's in regular
0: NXT 2.0. So I'm just, so. uh, just going to
2: say, once you start watching AEW, that answer is going to change. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's, it's, sure it's so. going to change. <laughs> um, Well, like, well, I, okay. Got it. So I got it. So you, do you even watch any of the New Japan stuff?
0: I used to. I actually watch that like regularly, but yeah. it's
2: kind of... It's not as exciting anymore. I think. Uh, you, you might want to jump back into that because since the since the quarantine, here's what's happening because Japan got kind of cut off from uh-huh. you know, the, 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 the foreigners. So what's made things interesting is how they had to reshift a lot of, a lot of the factions okay uh, because of that. So Bullet Club ha- had for a while a new leader who not only won the middleweight belt also won the heavyweight belt. Uh, with evil from Lij, he became the right. leader of Bullet Club I, while yeah, in Japan. Uh, so they had that feud, you know. Then when the quarantine started going down with Japan, uh, God started coming back. Jay White started coming back. All that started, started kind of going back there. Now you have sub factions within Bullet Club now, where okay. it's gotten to the point where you've got Bullet Club firing squad, which is all the Tongan members of Gorillas of Destiny,
1: okay,
2: <laughs> and Jay White and Haku and all of them. Now you have Bullet Club House of Torture, which is evil show from uh, Roppongi 3K. Oh, okay. He dropped this. He dropped his uh, his partner and beat him up and joined uh, them. Yijiro, the Kokio pimp, is not part of House of Torture. Okay. And uh, Dick, uh, Dick Tongo is also a member of House of Torture, and the House of Torture is more of like pretty much a, it's like the corporate ministry of Bullet Club. Oh, okay. Were they Were they not Were they evil or like a little bit more evil, but not like gothic looking? They're more like professional evil, like kind
0: uh, not of gothic, gothic looking. Oh man,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 evil got rid of got, evil got rid of the guyliner. Evil got rid of the druid mask and all that. Uh, he just comes out there and beats people up, wrecks the shop, and then leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and so you have that. You have Osprey in his faction, <clears> uh, but because Osprey's been injured. Jeff Cobb's been taken over. So oh, Jeff okay. Cobb's been running shop over there. Oh, I love Jeff Cobb.
1: Jeff Cobb and he's, awesome.
2: been, he's and Cobb's been running through everybody. He's been, you know, he's the Bronson Reed of of uh, New Japan, but actually winning matches. So <laughs> uh, you have that and that's, and it's just LIJ versus Bullet Club versus the kingdom or not kingdom. Is it the Osprey's group or uh, whatever that group is, but definitely get back into it because it's worth, okay. Watching now. How's uh Suzuki Gun doing? Well, if you watch the AEW, you find out.
0: Well, I I know that much. <laughs> <Scotty Moxley.
2: laughs> uh, Suzuki Goon it's to be honest, it's in shambles because Suzuki's over here in the states, Murderhawks in the states, right. pretty much half their team is in the states now. So oh,
1: okay.
2: it's kind of split up. It's it's running thin over there. So it's not really around as much. Okay. But it, but still, it's 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 entertaining to watch. But definitely check back in uh, New Japan. Definitely yeah. worth it. Definitely che- worth it with all the factions kind of uh, basically doing X Men style stuff where they're switching teams, switching sides, turning on each other, having little sub factions. It's it's pretty good.
3: It's today. Bullet Club Blue and Bullet Club Gold.
2: Gotta sell T shirts. <laughs> Gotta sell those T shirts.
3: Did the, didn't they
0: just get, like, a, a new owner? Like, didn't they get, like, a the – what was the name of the – baby again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they had uh, – was it Mayhee that was, like, the, the, the owner of it for a while, and now they, it went back to somebody else?
2: I think it did. I know with management, Rocky Romero is part of the upper management now. Okay. And uh, Tama Tonga is up there as well. Because uh, I listen to Tama Tonga's podcast, Tama's Island, and they make him and, and then I listen to Talking Shop, which has Rocky on it. And they'll make comments about kind of being in charge of the company okay. or heavily influencing the company. Uh, so uh, as far as the foreigners kind of helping out, it's Rocky and Tama that are okay. kind of making things happen over there and they've let some things slip here and there about wanting, basically they were trying to put together a big bullet club versus the elite uh, fight match storyline thing. But because of quarantine and, and uh, country shutdowns that hasn't happened yet, Okay, but, but they're hoping to have it happen eventually in the future for yeah, a sure. Wrestle kingdom uh, or a all out um, pay-per-view. You know, yeah I always thought it would be
0: cool if like if Kenny was like oh that nobody's ever nobody's been beating me that nobody can beat me then suddenly you hear that that uh Okada coin drop and Okada yeah. shows up.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> that oh, would be day, cool. But,
0: or even a yeah. Bushi
2: showing up or even a Bushi Oh yeah, does. definitely
0: yeah. That'd be cool.
2: So uh we I see that we're kind of going in almost 2 hours now that we're kind of kind of <laughs> wrap things up a little bit. Sure. Uh so if you have anything that you want to plug, uh, go ahead and start plugging away. You know where can people find you?
0: Sure, um, I'm on all of our social media it's John David Guerra. Uh, not so much active on Twitter, but definitely on Instagram and and uh, um, yeah, on the the Nightmare Pro Wrestling Facebook page on Facebook. Okay, um, you can see uh, you can read the the new rendition of nightmare pro wrestling at NightmareProWrestling.com. The whole comic book is up there for you to check out. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh. and hopefully the, the trade will be coming out soon. <laughs> so There's a little ad there that says soon coming soon. <laughs> so, uh, okay. so hopefully that, and, um, I'm currently also working on the next trade that we're going to be putting out. Okay. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, that that's awesome.
2: Uh, I know you have a T Public store because I've. Is it Red Bubble or T Public? So, yeah, it's, it's a Red, Red Bubble. It's Red Bubble. Okay. Yeah. Forget T Public. So you have <laughs> Red Bubble, a store because um, I've bought I've bought one of the Nightmare for Wrestling shirts from there. And I mm-hmm. bought one of your ceased and assisted shirts from there as well. Oh, right. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the old uh, Invasion of the Astro Monster uh, shirt. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, I'll, I'll post the link in our description uh, okay. so people can go to your Red Bubble to. Buy your cool merch, your artwork that's mm-hmm. on merch uh, to check. We also have some
0: newer shirts on the website of Nightmare Pro Wrestling. It has like the, the newer design
2: on it and everything. You know, Is I that still me? have the I still have that original in, uh, Nightmare Pro Wrestling logo that I'm never going to get rid of. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, because when it because whenever you know people start wearing the new stuff and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm OG. <laughs> I'm
0: sure as <it's>, artists,
2: <laughs> you guys look back at your old stuff and you're like, ooh. <laughs>
0: Sometimes, sometimes.
2: sometimes. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I, I do it sometimes. I look back at my at the old flyers I used to do for uh for like Booker Show, and I'm like, oh man, what was I thinking? What happened? What happened? I told <laughs>
3: people they collected. They're happy to have it. I'm like, hey man, If you're happy, I'm happy. <laughs> right, you know. So, oh,
2: I, so again, thanks for coming on, John. You know, it's been yeah. great having you on. Yeah, thanks for having. Great me. talking to you, especially about wrestling and all that. Uh, yeah. and, and we're up to have you on again eventually especially with some things that we got going down uh in the future so oh, yeah. uh if you've made it this far in the show give yourself a pat on the back and, also uh, wrong with you? Yes. yeah and also yeah what is wrong with you why huh. uh so it's a it, hobby it's, it's... well they probably do have a hobby
3: yes.
2: listen to this show yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for uh for sticking around uh and until yeah. next time
3: uh you know, this is Aaron. This is Chris who's going struggle bus because the dang internet connection sucks. But you know what? This is audio and they don't know that.
2: They didn't oh. see you drop in and out. They, they didn't oh. see that.
3: I'm all about transparency. Honesty is uh, the best policy.
2: Honesty is the best policy, but they didn't see you, Joe Dirt, in and out of the podcast,
3: so they didn't know that. I had so, to dip out and get some ponchos. So.
2: Uh, I can't curse right now. <laughs> <laughs> some people just got home. I can't that. Uh, so yeah thanks for laughing yeah uh, so we just remember always unfollow never unfriend and until next time thanks thanks for listening.